Welcome to the another episode of the Understory Podcast. Understory Podcast features innovators and innovations that help make our world more sustainable. I'm really excited to have Brett Krug, who is the CEO of Planet Impact, with us today. And uh, Brett has a wealth of experience in sustainability, uh, sustainability infrastructure. So, Brett, kick us off uh, with your background, and then we'll dive into Planet Impact. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, inviting us. I am a um, architectural engineer by trade, but but an innovator by heart, and and passionate about uh, sustainability. Really, I guess specific specific to my sphere of the built environment. I about almost just shy of twenty years ago founded a national engineering construction company, Solutions AEC. We did designed the world's first living building. And uh, we did amongst another, I guess, a, a number of other buildings that were, I guess, kind of pioneering buildings in different spheres of, of sustainability. And, and ever since that, I, I, I had a successful exit of that uh, business a few years ago. And now today, sitting here at Planet Impact and leading uh, this software company where we're building software to also address uh, the the, the big concern we have globally of greenhouse uh, gas emissions and really the impact that the built environment has on the environment around us. And so we're excited to, uh, to help those who are, are in that industry. Great. Uh, before we talk about planet impact, which we have plenty to talk about, uh, you mentioned living buildings uh, in kind of built environment. For people who don't really understand what living building looks like, Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Uh, there, there's a, many people are probably familiar with LEED, which is governed by the U.S. Green Building Council, a, a wonderful uh, mm-hmm. organization and, and process by which buildings can follow a sustainable uh, sort of platform to, to uh, uh, certify their buildings. There's, there's other platforms also, and Living Building is one, and that's uh, led by the International Living Futures Institute. And they also certify buildings as, as living buildings. And essentially today, the standard is the building has to have a net positive energy footprint. So it actually has to generate more energy than it consumes by a small percentage, as well as water. And so it's a, it's a very high benchmark to yeah. achieve a living building. Where are, uh, you said your, your firms have uh, helped to build uh, these living buildings are, are there living buildings in kind of uh, communities in the U.S.? Is it more in Europe? Uh, tell us a bit more about kind of where these living buildings are because it's really fascinating. And to your point, it's a really high bar to meet. Yes. Yeah. So living buildings, they're, they're all around the globe. You can find them on, on almost every continent. Um, they're, they're in the hundreds of living buildings. I, I want to say maybe they're even approaching the thousands. I, I kind of lost track. But uh, Certainly within the U.S., there are many. Um, I don't know that every state has one, but I think we're, they're pretty close to that. But uh, yeah, if you actually, uh, the International Living Futures Institute, they keep a record of where they are, and you can go kind of see and experience um, one of them probably not too far from where you are listening to this podcast. That's really, really cool. I, I'm actually going to do that after this and just search. Um, so let's let's turn over to Planet Impact and your work at the company. So you talk about sustainable building, sustainable build impact uh, in a built environment. Um, specific to Planet Impact, 
what is the, the market opportunity that you're addressing and the product you're providing? Yes, there's, there's a lot of tools and resources in the marketplace that are available to the design community, you know, architects and engineers and contractors. And many of these tools are, have varying degrees of sophistication. Our tool is, is an attempt to really simplify uh, this analysis so that non-technical users who have a passion for this can, can actually dive in and use the product, use our tool to assess their buildings or, or their portfolio buildings. Essentially, we feel like this is going to allow the users, even if they are within the design community, um, a, a much faster and, and easier way to, to assess kind of large-scale decisions. So we've built um, our AI and our neural networks around uh, 80,000 uh, physics-based models. And these models can quickly assess massing, uh, shading, orientations, mechanical systems, lighting systems. And we're trying to simplify some of those inputs so that to anyone involved in a new project, they can quickly make large-scale assessments with a relatively high degree of accuracy as to the impact their building is going to have on, on their environmental initiatives as an organization and, and just as a whole, they can assess that quicker. And we feel like there's, there's a little bit of a gap in the market. No one has made it super easy to do. It generally requires a technical professional, and we're trying to just right. simplify that. In that, so 80, you talk about 80,000 uh, models um, mm -hmm. to, to help understand attributes of a building environment, whether it's a building or multiple buildings and uh, small buildings, large buildings, or what have you. So give, give our audience a specific example uh, if you can, as to, you know, is it kind of understanding the the width of the the shade of the entrance? Is it kind of the, the size of the roof that can accommodate solar panels? What, what are some of these attributes or features um, that your, uh, you know, Planet Impacts uh, technology and data solution uh, contemplate? Yeah. So, you know, maybe a, a, just a typical uh, building user may not realize that there's a lot that goes into that. You know, just the orientation of a building, if your building's kind of long and slender, you know, if you orient it to the long slender part where it runs east to west, you know, that actually saves energy. Because if you think about how the sun shines and right. comes across from east to west, you know, there, there's an impact there. There's an impact on, we call it the window to wall ratio. How, how big are the windows relative to the amount of wall and on which side of the building are those? You know, so there's an optimization that can happen there. Um, we can analyze um, window covers or, or fins that you might see sticking out from buildings, shading and, and fins that you know, protect uh, the, the solar heat gain that, that as the sun shines in through those windows. You know, we can help analyze where's the best place to put them. Is, is it wise to even put them there? Is it a good investment? Or is it better to invest more in maybe insulation? Um, and then also, you know, we can get into the crunchy bits, I like to call them, of yeah. the mechanical systems and the lighting systems and how much energy they consume. Then ultimately at the end, we quickly can help analyze, well, here's how much, um, you know, photovoltaics or energy generation needs to be um, added to the project in order to make mm -hmm. this a net zero project. Interesting. Um, and I think people don't don't realize, as, as you said, uh, the different uh, components or attributes or features 
um, that are part of these built environments that are so intricate and connected, and yet they uh, all these different moving parts have an impact on uh, a building's energy consumption, uh, conservation, so forth. Mm-hmm. What about the older buildings? Uh, can planet impact address uh, through retrofits or you know changes that these older buildings can make to become more energy efficient, become more green and sustainable? Uh, yes. Yeah, we have the ability for users to work with users to enter existing energy data and, and sort of ingest that information and provide suggestions and recommendations as to how they can improve their footprint of their building. And we're looking to, uh, with, with a future feature upgrade coming out a little bit later this, this next year, uh, we're going to have a portfolio manager that's going to allow them to assess their, their entire sustainability portfolio and, and set a target and say, you know, 2030 is a common, you know, AI, because the AIA has their 2030 initiative. And mm-hmm. they can set a target and say, you know, by 2030, we want to reduce our footprint by, you know, for some, maybe 10 percent is a big deal, but maybe some it's 50 or, or 75. And, and we can help them assess strategically um, what's the best path forward to do that. You know, in year one, if you make an investment in, say, building number three in their mechanical system, that's going to uh, make a quick payback there. And then in, in year four, you should invest in a lighting retrofit in these two buildings. So so we do uh, – our tool does adapt and, and is is able to help those with existing buildings as well. Okay. And – where are the opportunities, the biggest opportunities? I mean, these are, you know, multi-billion dollar opportunities. Um, if we think about kind of commercial side, um, are, are you targeting office buildings? Are you tar- targeting, uh, you know, rental, commercial buildings? Well, what are the, the opportunities you're looking at? You know, truthfully, it's it's kind of cool. We, we have had uh, different industries actually reach out to us. In particular, you know, you... We, we, we've been studying, we've been working with um, the, the very niche industry of data centers. And, you know, data centers are, are probably one of the largest energy consumers from, uh, from a building perspective globally. And, and they're increasingly growing, right? This, yeah. This podcast is driven by a data center. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so so tell, uh, tell our audience, like, what, what is a data center in case uh, some of us are not as familiar with data center? Sure, sure. It's that... Uh, you know, we used to go to a bank and now we use, you know, banking apps. <laughs> we, uh, we used to uh, maybe listen to the radio in an analog fashion. Now we listen to podcasts. Data centers are those buildings that have all the servers, all the racks, all the software right. that helps run everything our computers are using, our phones are driving. So that's what a data center and is. And these it's are just, huge. Uh, yes. Data centers are huge, right? When you, when you, I mean, I've been to a data center and you've been to many, I'm sure. I mean, these could be like size of a football field. Some of oh, them. hundred, yeah, hundreds of thousands of square feet to millions yeah. of square feet, yeah. And and yeah. what what does Planet Impact uh, help the data center uh, do? Yeah, so data centers are kind of a unique case, you know, and, and and each industry is is a bit unique in that they consume so much energy. But in addition, data centers also consume a lot of water uh, mm-hmm. to aid in the cooling process. And so we we are we have been actually we we've wor- been working with uh, the University of Missouri and the uh, through a grant that we received through the National Science Foundation Center for Big Learning, where we have been studying in, through a pilot program uh, data centers specifically with our software and how to 
help reduce the water consumption, but also analyze and, and, and help data centers perform better from an energy perspective. So it's still a project that, that's ongoing for us, and, and we're hoping to conclude that here soon. Yeah, I suspect there is huge opportunity uh, in that space alone, uh, given uh, what some of the largest technology companies are striving to achieve with respect to their sustainable goals. And uh, obviously, there are big owners of data centers. Yes, yes, absolutely. So who do you sell Planet Impact to? Is it the architects? Is it the general contractors? Is it the owners of these buildings? Uh, Who are your uh, buyer personas? Yes, uh, great question. We, we actually all, all that you've mentioned. So the design community certainly are, are clients of ours and use our product. The we we actually I just the, this morning I had a, a phone conversation with an owner occupant we would call them you know someone who owns lots of buildings and and um, they they actually occupy the buildings themselves and they just also so happen to be a, a data center company, but uh, over in the Netherlands and so our clients range from owner occupants you know large maybe portfolio of real estate to the AEC community, the architect engineering construction community. Great. And then what about pricing, uh, pricing model? Yeah, our pricing model is relatively simple. It's, it's, it's a per user pricing model. And, you know, there's, there's some tiers based on the number of users, but, but we do keep it pretty simple. We, we even have a, um, uh, an opportunity for a first time user, you know, they can come in and they can, they can just test the, the product and use it. We have a single project, you know, uh, a model where you can just come in and, and work on one little project over a specific period of time just to test the product and see if it's something that, that suits you well. Okay. Uh, I have to ask, uh, you know, Biden's administration uh, is talking about uh, a huge infrastructure uh, plan. Um, mm-hmm. How would that provide, uh, you know, is that good news? Uh, for startups, emerging players like Planet uh, Impact, uh, in in the whole mix of um, shifting the country to more of a kind of a green infrastructure. Yeah, you know that's a great question, and you know I think it's it's really interesting as you just look at the time we're living in today. You know, with our government, as you just mentioned, corporations, boardrooms, even investors. You know, they're. They're starting to see and understand these environmental issues are such a huge challenge for all of humanity. And at the same time, I think they're also seeing, you know, as, as you know, the Biden administration with, with um, some of the policies that they're starting to look at and put in place and the way corporations are starting to address sustainability, I think they're all also seeing that, that this, in, the environmental issues, it, it's one of the biggest opportunities we have right now as a society for even just general value creation, you know, in the software space, you know, you just go and look at the, the kind of the landscape of software that's out there that addresses all aspects of, of sustainability. And, and there's, there's a huge opportunity out there for, for us to create things that, that allow all of us to live a little better in, in from the general sense of, of wellness and, and our environmental responsibility. Yeah. And part of that is skills and, um, you know, you, Brett, you have a architecture and engineering background, and you've been doing sustainable, sustainable build environment for a very long time. Um, for architects or uh, builders, uh, you know, general contract firms or subcontractors, 
where they do see the opportunity, how do they learn more to, if you will, kind of upskill their um, you know workforce to meet uh, you know this future demand of uh, building more sustainable buildings? Yeah, there, there's a lot of great resources. Um, you know, the Department of Energy has, and within the United States, has published an, an enormous amount of documents and and case studies on buildings. There's certainly, I mentioned International Living Futures Institute, which has a lot of great information, not just on the built environment, but also mm. just social governance and, yeah. and other aspects of really um, creating a, a business, a company, or, or an initiative that's just well-centered for, for the future of, of, of humanity. Um, there's, I, I think I mentioned earlier, the United States Green Building Council, you know, who, who sponsors the LEED program. There's a lot of opportunity to learn there. There's there's kind of this new, you know, um, approach, which I think's not so new, right? There, John, John Maynard uh, Keynes had this quote. He said, you know, the difficulty lies not so much in developing new ideas, but escaping from old ones. Right. And some of these ideas aren't necessarily new concepts. You know, right. engineers, since I was a little baby and before my time, were trying to figure out a better way to cool and heat buildings or to light buildings. And But I think we've, we continue to grow and learn from that past. And one of the things that's relatively new now is, is this concept of, of well buildings, mm. right? And, and creating a building that, that advances, you know, our well-being and our health as well. And, and uh, beyond just buildings that don't consume as much energy, but also buildings now that, you know, with COVID has certainly brought to light our workspaces yeah. and, and that interface with our workspaces, but now creating buildings and even organizations that, that really look to the well-being of the individuals. I, I think it's a, just a neat advancement that our industry continues to make. And so there's a lot of information out there that, you know, you definitely have to do some reading or listening to some podcasts to learn about it. Yeah. But, uh, there's, there's a ton of information out there. Yeah. No, that's great. And uh, we may have you back and talk about well buildings at another time. Um, <laughs> sure. For audience on uh, to understand Planet Impact, uh, just give us a kind of a quick uh, view of the company before we wrap up. Uh, how big is the company? Where is it based? And where can they find customers and partners who are interested in your solution? Where can they find you and learn more? Yes. Yeah. So Planet Impact, we are uh, in our fourth year of business. Uh, most of the um, work we've done to date has been developing the product. And we just really at midwinter to late winter, really about the start of 2021, have have started market testing the product. And, and so we... We are, are positioned as a product that's, we, we, we really try to be fast and easy, you know, and allow for a rapid um, AI-driven analysis of, of portfolios or buildings. And then from the ease perspective, making it um, easy for a non-technical user to be successful in, in kind of analyzing where's their building and, and where could it go. Yeah. Um, as far as where are we, you know, you can pretty much find us on any social media site or, or on the, the World Wide Web at uh, planetimpact.com. And that's planet spelled with an I-T, P-L-A-N-I-T, impact.com. Great. Brett, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Brett Krug, CEO of Planet Impact. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. <laughs>